Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. Welcome to Busy House Happy Home. I am thrilled to have my friend, Amelia, chatting to us on the podcast today. Amelia is an interior designer. She's also a busy mum, juggling all sorts of things. And we were lucky enough to be invited to their house for lunch last Sunday. And it was just the most gorgeous afternoon. Everywhere I looked in Amelia's house, there is something beautiful, something that caught my eye. Amelia's got amazing taste. And... Um, I'm thrilled to have you on, Amelia, chatting oh, all you. things um, today about, you know, interior and and the mum juggle too. Yeah. So um, you moved down to Sussex a couple of years after us, I think. Yeah, um, 10 years From ago. London. Yeah. And have you always been an interior designer? How did you get into it? Uh, yes, I went to Edinburgh to study history of art and quickly realised that it was going to be a waste of my father's and my time and money that I was going to do four years or something I wasn't, you know, madly keen about. And I then um, decided to leave and pursue my interest in doing interior design. I did a course at KLC in London, which is still going actually at Chelsea Harbour. And they actually help you place you in jobs. And it was always my passion from when I was at boarding school. I um, even redid all my friends' little cubicles and put up sarongs and ripped out magazines from, you know, Vogue's and the next minute I was being paid with in suites though, really, or in massages <laughs> at that stage. Um, and then, yes, and then I carried on. I worked for a pub group uh, called Geronimo Inns where I helped doing the interiors and I did more kind of commercial stuff then. And then after that, I worked for a company doing property. And then once I had my children, um, I realized I could do it, you know, for myself and it'd be a great job to work with being a mother as well and juggling all the joys of being a working mum. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's not easy, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's getting the balance right, definitely. Yeah. And so now are you focusing more on homes or a commercial or a bit of both? A bit of both. Um, it's just what happens to, you know, it's all word of mouth and I do obviously have a website as well. But I'm currently working on a residential um, kind of uh, holiday cottages in West Sussex and also doing a co-working space in Brighton. I'm currently actually redoing a podcast room and that kind of vibe. So yeah, it's very different. Yeah, exciting. and I know that you, um, so a lot of my audience, my listeners know that I go and see Dr. Wendy for facials and you, ah, yes. you her wonderful space and it's so clean and perfect. And I love how you, um, you know, from your home, you've obviously got very different tastes, but you adapt to, to you what know, the to the and what the client wants. Yeah, she was and brilliant, I Wendy. She was such a lovely client and um, she knew exactly what she wanted. She wanted a mix of it still feeling that they were serious doctors, but a homely, homely touches. So you felt at ease when you're in the space because it's kind of quite nerve wracking sometimes. Yeah, because if it's too clinical, um, you're on yeah. edge. Exactly. So it was getting the balance and it was just really nice to kind of, you know, some of the finishes we had like natural plaster and lots of textures, um, you know, the, the flagstone floors and then having the, the actual rooms quite kind of minimal, but, you know, still inviting with kind of 
uh, inspirational images of kind of, you know, slim errands photos of beaches and stuff like that, but you're at ease. Yeah. Where do you get your inspiration from? Uh, everywhere. I mean, obviously Instagram. And then I follow a lot of, uh, Dezine is great. Um, there's lots of designers online that, you know, it's just kind of so easy to get sucked mm -hmm. down the hole of, uh, Instagram where you kind of start going down the rabbit hole of so much inspiration there but sometimes just day-to-day -day being out and about whether it's a gallery or garden or anything to be honest yeah it's just having your eyes open and seeing what's around and Definitely. even watching a film like I love Wes Anderson films and they have huge amount of inspiration just in their set designs yeah and you've got a wonderful collection of books too. I spotted lots there. Of books, lots. Our house is pretty eclectic. It's very different to some of the designs I do for clients because I kind of love a house to grow organically over time. So, you know, it doesn't have to, you don't have to get everything, you know, there and finished. I feel like it should grow with the family as you kind of progress. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Actually. Your, you know, travels and et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, um, you know, home evolves. You can't expect it all to be perfect immediately. It takes time. And, you know, you realize that things work for you, you know, in one way. And then as things evolve, actually, that piece of furniture or whatever might not be useful or, you know, and so you need exactly. to change it and mix things up. And Especially, I kind of always feel doing part of the reason for the name was Studio Denim was because denim it's a material that's very hard wearing for families. The whole kind of ethos was that I was doing up at family homes and that yeah. actually they should look better with time, like denim yeah. ages. And, you know, it kind of, when the more it gets worn, it looks kind of almost cooler. So that was the kind yeah. of- I love that. And I feel that family homes shouldn't be totally perfect. And when doing children's rooms, you don't necessarily have to design it. You need to think of when they're going to grow older. So it has to be able to adapt and grow with them. Yeah. So that's my whole kind of, reasoning when I'm doing designs for families I really think take that into account. I'm thrilled to announce that Alice Straker is going to be season four of my podcast sponsor. AliceStraker.com is just gorgeous. Go and take a look at her website. Alice is a really talented artist and she has put her art onto a range of linens, pottery, prints, tableware and wallpaper and I just think it's really really gorgeous. I have a couple of mugs which I use all the time. Her tea towels use the most beautiful beautiful quality linen. I can highly highly recommend them. If you use the code at checkout ask Charlie10 you get 10% off her entire collection so I really hope you love it as much as I do. Yes because when you have a baby you you know it's all cute it's all pretty it's all sweet but actually they grow up so quickly like the years fly by yeah. and suddenly that room is really babyish and exactly. you don't want to be having to change it the whole time definitely so I definitely work in that kind of taking that always into account so you know that it's got to grow with the family and yeah adapt definitely yeah yeah, I know. I think that's a really um, a great bit of advice because I, um, um, with co well with Archer's room, it was a little bit. I don't know. We ha we I had to change the curtains, yeah. um, which I wish I'd thought about um, more carefully the first time. 
<laughs> they were quite babyish. Um, but you know, we've we've done that, and actually, it wasn't um a huge job because the lining and interlining was still okay. So it was just changing the, the front fabric just to sort of adapt. But actually, with coconut, kind of you know re, re repurposing. So you know, if they had a a desk that had some stenciling on you can repaint it in a kind of cool color and change the ironmongery to update it so you don't have to I, I don't believe in kind of getting rid of things because I think that's important everything's sustainable and kind of reuse and repurposing is so important in my designs definitely yeah yeah I think it is it is unbelievably important actually and actually a lick of paint and oh, just changing a few bits can totally transform form a room can't they absolutely paint is brilliant because it really changes a room Just, yeah and I often kind of you know people often always want to paint the ceiling white but I often paint the ceiling in with the wall colors and it can totally change a space and I kind of think about how the client can then touch up it later on as well if they don't have the budget to always get a decorator so much easier if there's just one color on the skirting and the walls and you know it, you can think of practical things that are easy yeah. to maintain yeah yeah definitely and I think actually somebody gave me this advice when we moved into here I'd always grown up in Georgian buildings Georgian homes um with high ceilings and That's big windows which was really lucky and then coming to a small Sussex cottage I didn't know what to do mm. and I and our ceiling height is very low downstairs and somebody said if you paint the ceiling the same color as the walls it, it will great. actually look taller it will make it taller and it's the best bit of advice ever because oh, yeah. actually if I painted them white it would have bought the room in and definitely it's very true that it's a good it's a good tip that uh, yeah that was a good, something I've always remembered <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we're going to be leaving here anytime soon well I hope not so <laughs> yeah yeah now Amelia how do you make a home sort of feel cozy and welcoming and inviting what are um, your tips creating of kind of lots of well, obviously working with your kind of style and maybe it initially getting ideas from Pinterest, et cetera, and kind of making a kind of, maybe a mini mood board, but I just think lots of layers. So you want rugs, you want cushions, you want froze. This is for a sitting room. Lots of low level lighting will make such a difference making it cozy. Because um, yeah. they instantly just not having overhead lights on at night, it just makes it more inviting. Um, and having lots of different layers. So having a quilt on top of a sofa, then having the cushions, having rugs underneath, obviously. And yeah, I think it's just about also kind of having things that are personal and nostalgic to the you and your family, you know, things you've collected over the years and keeping those all in mind when you're doing the design, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's really good advice. Thank you. Because I think um, having having a home that feels warm and inviting is really, really important. It Definitely. makes a big a big difference yeah, um, yeah. you know I we don't live in a kind of <laughs> there's clutter there's stuff there's that's quite nice organized clutter I quite like that I don't think things should be not lived in I can't I really like a kind of you know things everywhere I'm a big believer in that collections and yeah I am I mean I've got things that I inherited from mum Simon's got things from his family he had an aunt that lived um 
down down on the coast in Sussex and she when she died she left sticky post-it notes on all sorts of things saying please keep me don't get rid of me I'm oh, I sentimental so I got a whole load of um she was very skinny so she was known as kin sort of skinny kinny um and um I've got a whole load of her things around which actually every time I look at them it makes me remember sort of time with her and it's yeah nice it's that definitely have things um that that I can't part with no it's important to keep that I think you want those kind of memories don't you around the house otherwise it feels a bit kind of soulless yes definitely definitely now the mum juggle Mm. so when you moved down to Sussex the children were quite little weren't they yeah Rocco I think he was in reception so yeah he was little and yeah so it was definitely a juggling act (laughs) yeah yeah and did you find sort of you were working late at night or um, um children yes I mean I'm lucky that my husband is also freelance so we kind of split and divide the kind of prioritize the job so we don't you know I can't do everything you know I'm a control freak but I definitely have to let go of certain things otherwise I would go mad and never have sleep basically yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. he does the cooking and the shopping I do the cleaning and so we kind of divvy out the various things but yeah and work as a team, which I think is very important. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it? Because otherwise, um, you can feel like a rabbit in the headlights. I've been able to say no to things. I think when I was younger, I didn't always say no to jobs that probably I, you know, didn't have the the resources to take on at the time. And yeah. then you do feel like you're going to burn out, and it gets all too much. And so I think I've learned. I've got more mature as I've kind of gone through this process I definitely now know how to say no sometimes yeah which is really important yeah and I think actually I was never good at saying no I'm definitely getting better but it's something that I've had to um to work on (laughs) definitely um I think you know it's just getting also uh, for me I I need a routine and I'm a big believer in kind of keeping to that and having a I do work from a list I know it doesn't sound very exciting but I have to kind of stick to certain hours working because I work from home and I also work in Brighton in a co-working space so keeping to the routine helps me definitely yeah yeah that is very important I do my laundry and all that otherwise it gets all blended in and I don't seem to finish things otherwise you can sit around and procrastinate and not complete one task yes and that that's overwhelming which then is not a good feeling and I think you need to take definitely time out to kind of relax and you know whether it be a walk or yoga or coffee with a friend just always you kind of when you work on your own as well it can get kind of you can suddenly be at the desk all day and not have left and it's not good for anyone yeah 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 I I hear you (laughs) it's the same yeah Yeah, I think when you work for yourself you can it's about getting the right balance isn't it definitely balance yeah and everything and not comparing yourself to other mothers who work because I think everyone's got their strengths and weaknesses and you need to focus on what works for you and your family as opposed to kind of getting you know suddenly oh I'm not being doing that well enough because you know it's so easy to look at that all on Instagram nowadays with these you know perfect yeah. lives that aren't always probably true yeah I think actually it's quite important to put sort of your blinkers on and just stay in your lane and focus on on what you're doing exactly um, I think that is quite crucial. I, and I kind of, I like to plan 
you know, because sometimes I can't go and watch Rocco in a match or et cetera. I do like to kind of plan things with the children. So I know that we've got time together or things to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when you're working with a client, what's mm. the process from start to finish for you? How does it work? Talk me well, through. First of all, you know, discussing the brief and what the actual job entails. Yeah. Um, so do you then, always go and have a look around first? Always. Yeah, always. Definitely. And then I'll normally come up with a concept, which I do um, as a digital presentation. And that will be purely conceptual images just to see if I'm on the right lines with the style and the practical elements of it as well. And then yeah. there, you know, then they obviously ultimately always come back with some changes that are made and then from there I will start to draw up the actual kind of specification which is much more detailed you know yeah. floor plans sketch up drawings and then the furniture spec and that again I give normally kind of choices and it's a whole process so it's a kind of working process with the client it's not the same for each client because each one is different yeah. um you know sometimes I'm given more free reign and others I'm not so it's kind of and then from that point I do the procurement and I'll oversee a project from start to finish. But yeah. some clients want to be more involved in the kind of specifying and, you know, so there's a lot more going backwards and forwards, which is really nice. I like collaborating. I like kind of working with the client. Yeah. And do you get involved with the builders too? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So that takes away the pressure for the client. So I kind of oversee and manage that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So actually it's quite, it's very involved. Definitely very, it can be as little or as much as they want. So I can do yeah. you know, just a specifying and they can procure it and oversee it. But yeah, I normally would run the whole project. Often yeah. in, in, you know, some of the other projects where I'm working with companies, I work with a project manager and the architect and sometimes I'm on my own. So it's yeah. kind of all dependent on how big the scale of the job is. Yeah. Yeah. And did you find um, your course at Chelsea Harbour really, really helpful? Yes, it was amazing, actually. But we, uh, when I did it, I'm so old that it was actually in Shepherd's Bush then. It's now only moved to Chelsea Harbour recently. But yeah. It, um, it was brilliant. I mean, mine was just a year course. You can do longer. But that yeah. gave me enough confidence to go off and get a job. Um, yeah. From drawing to doing whole schemes. And they actually almost kind of place you in a job. Uh, as work experience so it was invaluable it was amazing yeah I mean yeah. I think you need to have the passion and the interest initially anyway I don't yeah. need to teach that to someone but it gives you the tools to be able to carry out the job as best you can yeah yeah and you know clearly you've you've got that passion and that um that eye and and everything that you're looking at is is probably inspiration yeah, I just think it's very important as well, you know, especially in lockdown, we spent so much time in our homes. Yeah. And it really affected your well-being. You know, you wanted to make it the nicest possible environment to be in. And I think there's a huge link now going forward with everyone in the design world that they want to, you know, design places holistically that are uh, giving a positive impact on people's well-being. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. With, you know plants and everything and work conditions and that's trying to improve those spaces because it's so important where we are in, in an interior for our mental health and everything else. Yeah, because I, I definitely, if I if I feel that sort of things are under control and the house is sort of tidy and there's not, you know, yes, I say we've got clutter, we've got 
items that I love, but actually yeah. it's tidy, then I'm far more productive than um, if there are things that are a mess, I've got to actually sort it out before I can sit down and work. Tidy home, a tidy mind. Yeah, and I think that is really true. I mean, sometimes I will close the door on a room <laughs> and deal with that later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh, Amelia, it's been really, really good chatting. Um, yeah, you chatting too. To you. Um, thank you for coming and talking to us. Because I think, um, you know, busy house, happy home is is all about. You know, we're all juggling. We're all sort of mm -hmm. struggling. We're all kind of in it together. And I think, you know, the feel of our home is really important. And I know that, you know, um, that you feel the same. Yes. And it's a rarity that you're all there together. So when they, you are, you want to make it as nice an experience and environment to be in, don't you? Yeah, absolutely you do. Absolutely. So, Amelia, I'm going to leave all of your details linked down below. Oh, so where's the best place to find you? Um, Instagram, your website. Oh, my website. Sorry, I've had a blank there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a best place to find you. Um, no, I'm yeah, not going to send yeah. everyone over to your house. Instagram is also good. Actually, um, I've got someone now helping me with it because I just haven't had the time to do that. So hopefully, I'll be posting much more in the future. Yeah. So it's studiodenim.co.uk brilliant i will link all of amelia's details down below amelia thank you so much for coming and chatting to me um today it's been really really lovely thank you so much charlie i really enjoyed it um you're welcome and i'll see you soon you too bye 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 I'm really excited to let you know that my Ask Charlie's Members Club is now live. I will leave all of the details linked down below in the show notes if you would like to become a member. I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast. If you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button. It helps other people know that we exist and I would be so grateful of that and leave me a review. The more subscribers we have, the more episodes I can put on for you. So please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button.